Hey guys, this is Trinity, and you're tuning into Talk It Out Sessions with Trinity. I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. I enjoy having you guys here as well. I want to thank you all so, so much for everybody who's been following me on all my um, podcast streaming accounts. My RSS feed, Apple Podcasts, Google, um, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. I did submit my podcast to Pandora, so I hope that is approved sometime soon. Yay! So... I want to start talking about Twin Flames again. I do remember that episode being very, very popular. And I do want to touch on some of the different phases of the um, Twin Flame journey. Which I hope that will help quite a few of you. So today we're going to talk about the runner and chaser dynamic. As well as the separation period um, that you guys will experience. I won't talk about that greater in detail, but I am going to talk about the runner-chaser, uh, dynamic. Let me fix my mic a little bit. I am going to talk about the runner and chaser dynamic. So, in a twin, in a twin flame relationship, as you guys know, when we, uh, we covered it, it is one half of the same soul. And... As they came down to earth, the two souls separated and they went across the country. I don't know where they went. They went somewhere. So, with that being said, um, the runner and chaser dynamic is very interesting. The chaser is usually the one that needs to learn the lesson of self-love, establishing boundaries, and becoming that person that is very... um. Becoming that person that is very, what I'm going to say, self-sacrificing. Like, this is a, like, the chaser is the one that is the most self-sacrificing in the twin flame relationship initially. I am talking from the initial standpoint where you were the runner at first and this person, uh, you were the runner or you were the chaser at first or you were the runner at first. In the chaser part, in the chaser role of your connection, the one, again, is a, ch- is a chaser that needs to learn self-love. They're the ones that are the most self-sacrificing for the relationship. They will do anything to be with their twin flame. They will do anything to be with their per- the person that they love, the person that they find. And the chaser is the one that is the one that have a lot of codependency problems. And the runner, the runner is the one that does not know how to deal with true love when it is presented to them. Whether their karmic is a third party or actual job or something, the runner is the one that always has to learn the lesson of dealing with emotions appropriately, dealing with how true love is, dealing dealing with what give and take in a relationship really is. And when it's presented to them, it can seem very... Um, alarming from the chaser that you know there's all this love and understanding there's a lot of stuff that they never experienced typically in a romantic sense or from their family that is very alarming to this person the runner is usually the one with a lot of commitment issues a lot of um they're in a lot of relationships they're they're cheating quite uh, a little bit. More often than not, they're the cheaters. They're the ones that are putting the chaser in a third party 
um, runners are also the ones that have established something because it makes sense. And I want you guys to cram that into your head. The runners are the ones that have something established because it makes sense. The runner is the one that typically is thinking about a situation more logically. And they're the ones that will find it very hard to sacrifice things that they built up to society's standards, meaning getting a job, getting a house, car, kids, things like that, getting a spouse. Those are the ones, more often than not, that have established some sort of logic that is very like, okay, I have to do this, I have to do this, so it, it makes sense, it makes sense for me to do this. Meanwhile, the chaser is the one that is very, I, I want love, I need this person, this person makes me feel good. And the initial connection between a twin flame, a true twin flame relationship is, it's amazing. It's something that you you possibly cannot understand. It's something that does not make sense. It's something that when this person appears in your life, it's, it's almost blinding. Now, a lot of times when people do find their twin flames, their true twins, initially it is a trauma bond, emotional or emotional trauma bond of some sort because when the two finally come together it is a it is a very it, it comes from a detrimental sense of there is a karmic situation that is dissolving or trying to dissolve and that's what's bringing you two together however like it's in a it's in a, it's in a messed up way where you like you and that person's like karmic situation is being ripped away from you so suddenly that you don't know how to deal with it so you two find each other and it's like boom it's a connection it is a twin flame connection it's the twin flame connection on top of trauma bonding and both of these both of these connections are very very scary like both of these connections are very very scary and in the wrong in the wrong um dealing with it in the wrong way can lead to very very catastrophic events okay now in terms of the separation period the separation period between the runner and chaser usually occurs when the roles flip when the runner becomes the chaser and the chaser becomes the runner now in terms of the individual the individual dynamics of how that comes to pass usually the chaser decides to separate from the runner the runner does not come to the realization until later that the chaser is no longer chasing and they're for real they are true they are dead ass about not chasing after this runner anymore and it could be a year or more that the runner is like oh my god where is the chaser i don't i don't understand and the catalyst is like the catalyst for the runner turning into the chaser is when the chaser turns into the runner and the chaser is the one that has finally came to grips that the runner is not in the same space that I am. As much as I love the runner, I cannot deal with this situation no longer. I am choosing myself. I am choosing to love myself. And I am setting the boundary 
that I will not allow inconsistency in my life from this runner who has everything and who is not giving up anything to be with me. And that is usually when the chaser kind of stops and turns around and is like, I won't deal with this. And like I said, it could be a, a, a period of time before the runner realizes that this has happened. And that's usually when they turn into the chaser. They don't turn, They the runner does not switch to this role very easily. The runner kind of, it's a slow realization. It's kind of like, oh my God, I miss so-and-so. And then things start breaking down in their normal life. Things start breaking down in their normal life. And that is when they look for, you know, they look for the chaser and they realize the chaser is no longer there. And or choosing not to deal with them at all at this point. And they moved on. So, yeah, that is like the moment the separate that is like the moment the separation happens is when the chaser chooses to love themselves and to establish boundaries and that is when the separation typically happens now the separation can be found anywhere a couple months to years depending on people's personal situations you know life tends to happen for both parties whether they are the runner or the chaser usually the runner like i said is the one that has something more established and it takes them a little bit longer the chaser is the one that has to, again, come to terms with the fact that this person is not giving them com the commitment and the love that they deserve. Let me take a sip. Sorry. The chaser is the one that has to learn how to deal with rejection and setting boundaries with a person that even though, yes, they love them. Even though you say love them, this person is, has no interest in maintaining a true committed relationship. So be mindful of that, whether you're the runner or the chaser, um, especially more so for the chasers. It's going to be a very, very hard period, more so for the chaser in the separation, because it is a tra it's the trauma of realizing that even though you know this person loves you and they, you know they want to be with you, they are not choosing you. And it's that rejection is very, very hard to like come to terms with. It's. You can't fathom it. This person, we're meant to be together. We're meant to be together. So why aren't they choosing me? And as a chaser, those are the thoughts that I had. And you will spend a lot of lonely, sleepless nights wondering, like, what the fuck is going on? So don't be worried. Don't be, um alarmed this is part of the process i hate to say it this is the pain that no one speaks of when it comes to twin flame separation because the separation the separation affects the chaser way way more than the runner and as it takes the runner 
a lot more to realize what has happened than the chaser. The chaser is much more emotionally invested as the runner is dealing with everything from more sort of an ego period. It's dealing, they're dealing with the situation from a much more like ego driven, logical viewpoint. And that's why the ch it's so important. It's so important for the chaser to separate. And they're, again, usually the ones that initiate the separation. Very rarely, the runner is the one that separates. And it's because, and it's from blatant, outright rejection and destruction of the, cha the chaser's emotions. To the point where some of them actually, some chasers actually shut down. Now, this is not the case for some. But there are very few people that like that are chasers that really are sent into a spiraling depression, and it's it's a struggle to heal from that. Now, that is the whole point of the separation period, and for the, for the chaser is to build yourself back up emotionally, make sure you're establishing boundaries and investing in people who are giving you the same energy that you put in. It is. Also, the the they are also the prime um, target for narcissists, chasers, and um, twin flames, or those who are dealing with codependency issues. They they do tend to again fall into certain uh, emotional states where that makes them susceptible to you know certain people that like to prey on people like that. Um, but that's why it's important. It's very important for the chase to establish and build themselves up, because the triggering point usually for all chasers in the twin flame dynamic is self love and building yourself up. And that's why usually they, I feel, they are the ones that initiate the separation because they realize that the runner isn't going to do anything, so they might as well move on. Now with the chaser moving on. There's a transitional period in the separate, it's that turning point that makes the runner realize that something is wrong. The chaser has now turned away and they are learning to love themselves and to be with themselves and things like that. So the um, runner is going about their life. They they don't deal. They they just accept that the chase initially they accept that the chaser is going to be out their life. They're just like they're just like okay, you know, whatever. I'm just going to move on. I'm going to walk away. I'm just going to be like ah, whatever, right? Um as time goes on, the runner sooner rather than later Usually, the, 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 the timeline can differ. They're going about their day-to-day -day life. They're dating or they're spending time with, with, a, uh, with the people they've established all this time and stuff with. And one of two things tend to happen to the runner. The runner tends to realize, the runner can either realize that the relationship that they're in or something that they're in is not... It's actually not stable because of what they experienced with the chaser, which is true love and true affection. Because of what they experienced with the chaser, they 
they they realize certain things about whoever they're with, the karmic or their job that something is off. It's not the same. But they try and do their best. They try and fix things. They'll either try and fix things or move on. And, you know, they'll try and make it go back to what it used to be before the chaser came along, right? And time goes on. Things start to happen. Spirit is trying to... Spirit will force some twin flames together if they have met in a lifetime. And the runner will start to experience things being like experience things being fucked up for them basically um money issues job loss like severe depression things like that it can it gets progressively worse for the runner over time and certain things will trigger the runner to think about the chaser and things like that only to realize that the chaser is not there anymore they realize that, hey, this person who I pushed away, this person who I missed out on is not here for me anymore. And I am missing that genuine love and care and understanding that the chase provided for me. And it's just like, I, I can't go back. I, like, I can't go back unless I do something. But I don't want to do anything if that means I have to break everything down. Like, they tend to have, at this point, they tend to find with themselves and their spiritual selves to be with the twin flame or to settle. And it's a full-blown ego death at that point where they realize everything that they've established, everything that makes sense to them is falling apart. They, th it's, a, it's a weird thing for the, uh, for the runner that... Everything that they thought they were doing right by society society standard, um, everything that they have done right by society standards is like wrong. Like anything that they done that is that makes sense culturally, that makes sense in society, that makes sense overall for. You know, everybody, like for them, only for them to realize that it's wrong in some way, shape, or form. The, the love that they're getting, the things that they've done. It's right by society standards, but it just doesn't sit well in the soul. And that's when the runner turns into the chaser. And they try and close the gap between the counterpart and them. But... Some runners make the change faster than others, and it depends on the extenuating situations that are involved. Some are married with kids. Some are, you know, mo there's most more than likely kids involved. There's more than some sort of long-term established thing that the runner has made for themselves because they thought what they were doing at the time is right. And it can be very, very hard, whether it's a job or kids or wife, husband or both, to leave all of that, to shed all of that. And that's why the runner's ego death is so, so heartbreaking because of what they have learned all their life. The realization of them being wrong is like, holy shit. Like, holy shit. So... That is the, like, the shock factor for the runner and the separation. Because now they have to prove themselves. They have to heal. They not only have to heal, they have to heal 
and proves themselves to their counterpart that they are ready to actually be in union true union with no bullshit no extra stuff full-blown commitment and willingness to cooperate and work together and to have a wonderful healing um open relationship with the initial chaser by that time the chaser has started to the runner and now they both have to heal from that flip-flopping energy where the the original runner has to deal with their codependency issues and stuff like that. The original chaser has to deal with shutting their emotions down. Because again, the the peak of the separation period is when the initial runner and the initial chaser both flip-flop. From and they go from runner chaser to chaser uh, from runner chaser to chaser runner. If, I'm trying to be very deliberate in what I say so because it gets confusing. Because the energies has to balance back out. So the, the initial chaser becomes the runner. And they have to heal from the damage that the initial runner did. Now turn chaser. It, it's such a hot mess. But I hope you guys are following along very easily. And... You know, if you have any questions, be 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 uh, feel free to be able to email me at Trinity's Intuitive Light and Tarot at gmail.com. Um, but yes, the energies, the the runner chaser dynamic flip flopping, and then trying to become ready for true union is very very insane. Um, some twin flames, even after the flip-flopping of the energies, usually the original chaser hits a point of no return where they completely shut out their counterpart. And the counterpart has learned in this life that things will not wait and they are left with the hurt and the pain of losing their counterpart. Um, so... With that being said, I hope this explains it a little bit um, better. The separation period is a time to heal and to grow from the damage of your own pain that you've learned over the years, your own shortcomings, your own codependency, your own like issues of emotions and stuff like that. The flip-flop is the... The flip-flopping of the chaser-runner energy is healing from the damage that your counterpart did to you. And if you so choose to be with your twin flame, you finally get union after that. Because it's, as, it's all a great big tower moment that can take years and years and years to come into fruition. If you so choose to be with your twin flame. So I hope this helps. Um, I might have to do a second part to this and go more and more and more in depth. I'll, I might have to do another segment on this where I go more in depth about trying to come in the union if you choose to come in the union. But this chaser runner separation period is very, it's just one big tower moment and it's very, very painful. And that's what people don't talk about when they do find a twin flame or something like that. 
Now, the thing about this is not overtly painful or abusive. It's just very, very hard on the heartstrings. It's very, very hard, especially if you moved on and now they finally realize or they never, the runner never comes to realization and they stay unawakened and you have to move on and not look back. It's, it's a big mess. And some people never even come across their twin flame as there's a lot of false twins and yeah basically I, I I don't know how else to kind of go on without droning on and repeating things I've already said it's just a very much again huge tower moment where things have to break all the way down so that you can heal this person can heal and you guys can realize the things that have surrounded you your entire life whether it's codependency or trying to stick with the status quo and things never working so i hope this helps i like you guys so so much we're gonna get on out of here with um carl casey's white bat audio he makes royalty free music synth wave chill ra uh, retro wave music and i hope this guy's help i hope this guy's clears up any confusion about the runner chaser dynamic and the separation period like i say if you have any questions please let me know um thank you all for following me we are closing in our season finale um i think around mid-may which is around my birthday um we will have our season finale and i'll probably take a break for a couple weeks and then come back to this so i love you guys so so much thank you all to my supporters, my subscribers on my YouTube, things like that. I just made 900 subscribers on my YouTube, so thank you very much. Thank you very much for that. I made uh, 900 subscribers, and, you know, I really ap appreciate you all supporting me. Even though I don't have a very huge following, I feel like as if I made a impact in... As if I made an impact in um, a lot of you guys' life. So, thank you all for that. And with that being said, without getting too sappy, I love you guys so, so much. Thank you for your continued support. And I will see you guys in the next episode. We're going to be fading out with Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. This song is called Seeking. Bye.